This is Cammie. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 95. Hey, Madeline, what if all of your emails were interesting and they made you want to open and read them all? You've got mail. That would be a miracle. I know. Good thing they're not, or we would never get anything done. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make your email one of those that's anticipated by your readers. Kimmy and I are working on up-leveling our own email this year, so we're going to share with you five of our favorite tips that will get you better results. Yeah, I'm really excited about this episode because this is something that I know I need to get better at. I think of myself as a really good writer, but you know, email... It seems like we check our writer at the door when it comes to email, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I really want to get better at this. And so I went to look at a lot of different sources out there, people that I think are doing it really well, because I think that's one of the best ways, honestly, to get better at something like this. So we're going to share a few of our favorites too throughout these five tips. But the first tip that came up over and over and over again, and anywhere that I looked at how to do better email was to consider your audience and talk to one person, like really narrow down your audience to that one person that you're talking to, because generic doesn't really work. People want to feel like you understand them and that you're talking to them. They want to know what it's in it for them. And especially when it comes to email, because we do not have time for all this crazy email. So knowing who you're talking with is critical and your ideal audience will get that feel of if you're talking to them or not. I love what my friend Ann Handley says, and we're going to maybe have her on later, but she's this a great writing coach and She has been running Marketing Profs for years and years, which is an online training course for marketers. But she says, make the customer the hero of your story. So they need to be the hero of the story that you're writing. They need to see themselves in it. She has a book. It's called Everybody Writes. I've read it. Really, it's worth buying and putting on your bookshelf and reading over and over again if you want to become a great writer. So I highly recommend that. I actually have left a link to it in our show notes. And it's in you can find it on Amazon too. So it's Everybody Writes by Ann Handley. So you can come and click and go to my bookshelf. I actually am sharing my whole business bookshelf with you if you want to look at it there. But I really highly recommend this book, especially to learn how to write better. It's a great book. So I agree with you 100%. I love Ann Handley. I've seen her speak at a variety of conferences. She is so super smart. And I'm with you, Cami. Like, Seeing what other people that are doing it really well is such a great way to get ideas and kind of lead the way of how we should be doing this. So Anne does an amazing job 
with her emails. For tip number two, a great subject line is important. And we're both huge fans of Jenna Kutcher, jennakutcher.com. And she's well known as the podcaster behind the Gold Digger podcast, which I love. I got to meet her in person last that's year. That's not gold. That's gold. G-O-A-L. Gold. Gold. Although it's a play on words, which I love. But I it got is. to meet her at Social Media Marketing World last year. She is the nicest, sweetest person, just as much in person as she is online and social media. But she does this really well with having a great subject line. And here's just some examples that, th- that these are just three of her last ones, not in any particular order. But listen to how great these are. Did you remember to unplug that? And two question marks afterwards. I love that. Example, 90 cheap hamburgers or this. And this is in all caps with an exclamation on the end. I love when people do all caps, but in in a really well done way, like the way she did it in this particular one. And we'll have this in the show notes. So if you guys, some of you guys are visual like me, you're going to want to look at this on the screen. So we'll have this over at communitiesatconvert.com. The third one is like Game of Thrones, this $99.50 deal is almost over, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Love that one so <laughs> and like, much. It makes you want to open because it's like, wait a minute, they're piquing my interest. Like I want more. And that's what you want in your subject line for sure. So you know this, you only have a few seconds to catch the eye of someone in an email. So it's really important to pay close attention to this because we're all so incredibly overwhelmed with email. I don't know about you, Kimmy. I get so many emails every day. It is so hard to stay on top of. I've been doing digital marketing for 23 years, 24, maybe it's 24 now. You know, it's hard, especially when you've had the same email address all these years, right? So that longevity really kicks in and like everybody knows your email address. So it is really hard to stay on top of it. So the ones that really stand out to me are the ones that have really interesting and unique subject lines that are just really well thought out. Well, and um, also where you can see that it's something in it for you. Like, what is yes. that? Or it catches your interest, or maybe it's something you see that's really important. I have to be really honest with you. When I open up my email, I actually select all of my email to delete immediately. And then I go through it and uncheck the ones I actually want to read. That's how I check my email. I actually wow. start. Reverse. I do. I start with everything's being deleted out of this box. And then I go through. I do have some tagged to go into a different mailbox that are my clients and so on. So I don't accidentally delete them. But this is exactly what I do. I start with, you know, selecting them all and unchecking them. So if you've sent me an email and I didn't get back to you, you might, that might be why. That is so interesting. That's that's very, very interesting. Good to know. Now, there are some great tools out there that can really help you with this if you feel like you need some help. Kami, you found this really cool one called Email Subject Line Grader. as a way to test your subject line just by going to emailsubjectlinegrader.com. We'll have the links in the show notes for these tools that we're going to mention. But HubSpot, who I'm a big fan of, has a whole list of them on their site, like a whole listing of, of all these different tools. So, you know, I always say, go, go check them out, try them, see what you like. You might find something that can really help you in this area. Yeah. And I like the email subject line grader because it does not make you put your email in and they will not send you an email. It's good. Yay. Isn't that nice? Isn't it nice when you can do a tool like that without feeling like you're having to commit? Wait a minute, give us your email address. And for first, we got to confirm that we got your email. You know, it's like that whole process is by the and time put in your credit card and we won't charge you promise. Yeah, we don't want that. But the one <laughs> at HubSpot has 12 tools to look at. And I I think it's really cool. So, you know, check all these out, see if any of these will help you out. Because listen, it never hurts to have some extra help with this. Not at all. 
the third tip that we really wanted to give you today was personalization. It's a really good one. And some people are getting really good at this. I don't know if you've noticed that even inside the email itself, they might mention your name. I know they for a long time, they mentioned names in the subject line, like, hey, Cammy, da, 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 da. And, you know, research shows that that gives, gets a higher open rate. Also, people are putting inside of the email, you know, your name or something, you know, personal there. So personalization is like that next level. And even if you can't personalize it with your email provider. So here's the thing. You're going to have to put a little field inside of your emails to get that personalization. And what happens if your tool doesn't have a fallback? They call it a fallback, meaning they put something else in that space if a name doesn't exist. Right. I know that ConvertKit does this, which I'm really grateful for. But not all tools do. I know like MailChimp doesn't, for MailChimp example. MailChimp doesn't, yeah. yeah. One of the many reasons why I'm leaving MailChimp and going to ConvertKit, because little things like that, to me, just comes off kind of unprofessional. And it's like, I don't want to be looked at like, oh, yeah, she's just, you know, doing it this way. And like, oh, and, and it, it's obvious that it makes you look like you don't know what you're doing if it doesn't, re- you know, relay properly. Yeah. And also, yeah, you don't want it to say, well, hey you know, subject or hey, um, prospect or hey, whatever they decided they call you, you know, customer. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, hey, name here. That's what I always worry about. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Hey, name. And you know, I I would be horrified if that happened. And it can easily happen when you're putting it together. So personalization is super important. I'm using their name. People love the music of their own name. But even if you don't have their name, how can you personalize what you're saying to them? You know, how can you make it about them using you and getting rid of as many eyes as possible? That's one of the things that I think a lot of people don't realize. Like if you can remove the word I from your text as much as possible, like I went to here and I did this and I did that. If you can remove that as much as possible and change it to you and our and we and more kind of language like that, people feel like you're talking with them instead of at them. Absolutely. You know, when I started in digital marketing and when email was such a new thing, and I started this music community called Go Girls Music, I don't know why I did this, but I every email, and back then it was just, you know, it was static websites and email and you communicated by email. That was the way to go. I always would say our, our this, our, I never said my community, my this, my, I always said our. And it was amazing because it's kind of like the psychology behind it. People felt more connected to it because they felt included. It seemed like an inclusive thing. Whereas it's so easy to say, my this, my this, I this, I that. So yeah, it's really amazing like just how the powerful doing the I and the hour. So that's such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And, and again, Jenna Kutcher, we, we kind of use some things from her in this. And you'll see we've used her stuff throughout this because I really do think she's doing it. She's killing email right now. She's doing great. So she said, whew, Cammie, what a fun ride. That was her subject line. And I was like, a fun ride. Ooh, that sounds interesting. I opened it immediately because I wanted to know what she was talking about. Like, but I love the visual of it because it's like, what period, a period, fun in all caps, period, ride in all caps, exclamation point. So visually, it looks really cool as well. Cool. It does. It's visual. It's, I don't know, she's talking to me. I'm like, what was the ride? What are you talking about? And I think she was talking about how busy her last month was and all the things she'd done. and how that kind of related to what she wanted to bring to her community. It was a cool email too, but the actual subject line was super cool. So yeah, I say personalization, it really does go a long way. For sure. So tip number four is get to the point. And we're going to keep mentioning Jenna Kutcher because she's just so darn good at all of this. 
She isn't afraid to ask for the sale. And I love that about her, but she does it in a very relatable way. So going back to uh, tip number two, when we had mentioned, you know, those different examples of her last several emails, the one where she said 90 cheap hamburgers or this, that was the subject line. Let me read to you what her email said, because this is, again, just so smart of her. She's piquing your interest. She's getting you to read it, but she, she, it's not just a great headline. She has great content once you open. I mean, it's just as important. You know, they're both, you got to have a great headline Otherwise, and great content, clickbait, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Right. Because too many people do that. They, they get these great headlines, but it is very clickbait, baity. You know, it's like you get in there and you're like, okay, I'm not going to open their emails anymore because they're just trying to lure me in and then sell me something. Um, By the way, she's going to sell you something here too. She's going to sell you something, real. but but she does this in a really non-salesy way. So here's what the email said. I Googled this today. What can $100 buy you? I laughed at some of the responses and had to share this with you. And I love this. You could get 90 cheap hamburgers, three oil changes, a tent and a sleeping bag. I can totally picture her saying this too, because I listen to her podcast every week. Five disposable cameras, 200 packages of ramen, six tickets to laser tag, dot, 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 all for $100. But then she says this, and this is where she gets to the point and really starts selling without selling. You don't feel like it's a sales pitch. So she says, but Google forgot this little stat. You could get 31 courses led by brilliant businesswomen for $99.50. And it's like, oh, you know, like she's telling me all these cool things. I'm very interested in her message. And now she's telling me about 31 courses for $99. Like, okay, I want to know more. And by brilliant businesswomen. So, you know, she knows that her audience is a woman who wants to do have a really great and successful business. That's who yes. she's selling to. That's who her avatar, who her person is that she's talking to is this woman who wants to have a successful business, maybe an online business or an offline business, but a successful business. She's been talking with people that want that. And so she's talking directly to the person here. So you see yourself like, who doesn't want to like hang out with brilliant businesswomen if you want to be a brilliant businesswoman yourself, right? Exactly. The other thing I was going to say is that I think this that she is part of an affiliate program for this that comes out of a of a thing called the entrepreneurship bundle. So they sell this once a year, right? So this is a really great opportunity for her to be a part of this. So this is not just her product either. It's an affiliate product that she's working with. Um, so I think it's amazing she put as much care into something like that as she would into her own products. I thought that was really cool too. So the entrepreneurship bundle. Yes, it's not it's not available right now, right? They have already kind of ended it, I think. Yeah, it's already this over. Year. And we're willing to bet she sold a bundle. So the very last thing that we want to give you today, which of course we could have gone on and on. There's so many tips out oh, there. Yeah. But I think this is a really important one. And I got kind of, I started thinking about birthday cake, I guess because I just had a birthday, right? So I was thinking about birthday cake and I was thinking that you should layer your email like a multiple course meal. You know, you get your, you get your, uh, you come in and you get a, aperitif, like what you get before you sit down to a really important meal. And then you get some kind of appetizer and a drink to go with it. And then you get your your salad and then your main meal. And then you get your dessert. And you know, you get some sort of, you know, cappuccino or something at the end to like wash it all down. You want to do that as well with your email. You want to make it a multiple course meal. So dessert is awesome, but if you eat it all the time, you're likely to get sick. And so it's the same with your email sequences. So one of the things that's really important is to have more than one email. First of all, you need a sequence of emails. Almost everybody talks about this. It could be three, it could be six, it could be 
a number of them, but we're going to give you a suggested one today. So hold on. I've got one for you here. One that I'm going to be using soon so we can all do this together. So when people sign up your email, they need to get to know, like, and trust you. And as the wise sage, Kenny Rogers, you know that guy, right? Oh, yeah. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. You know that guy. Anyway, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Meaning you need to have some time that you're sitting around the table dealing with people. You know, you need to be talking to them and getting to know them. They need to be getting to know you. You're not going to be done until you go through this process. So, you know, we talk about Taji and Tasio all the time on our podcast. He is the sponsor of our website. He um, runs it on his platform called thegrowthsuite.com. And he has a lot of cool back-end training courses for people that are on his platform. It's really cool. And one of them is all about email sequences and how to run your email and how to do better with email. And so, of course, I went to the back end and grabbed that. I have a couple of other things I pulled as well. And I started to build my own sequence. And this kind of came from Todd and a little bit of my own flavor into it. But I have like a number of people who are interested in my course, my online course that we've been talking about called smartsocialsecrets.com. And I have been going out and speaking about it at different events. And I think I just spoke to about 40 people at the IABC eSIG here in Houston. And I came home with 32 people who wanted more information. I have like papers that they filled out and I couldn't believe it. Like the entire room sent me home with the paper. I was like, wow. Ah. That's awesome. Congrats. Oh, yeah, it was really cool. No, it was really awesome. But now I got to send them something. <laughs> 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 so I put together an idea for that. And it starts with the lead magnet sign up. So, you know, they've given me that paper that's in this case where they've signed up, or they could have gone to um, smartsocialsecrets.com and put their email in there. And then I need to deliver what I promise them. You know, I have a free thing that I'm promising them. I have several different free lead magnet kind of things that I use. Um, This one happens to be a little bit more in depth from what we talked about in one of our episodes about my content creation package and how you can create six months of content in two hours. And I'm not joking about that. There are six months of content ideas. Did we not create six months of content ideas in two hours? Amazing. Yes, it really works. It's a promise that actually works. And I will tell you, Madeline looked at me like I was crazy the first time I pulled it out. I did. I did. I I was like, you're crazy, but it really works. You didn't think it could do it. You didn't think it would work, did you? I was just like, okay, if you say so. (laughs) (laughs) So I have this really incredible thing. And so I'm going to give that to these people. And they were very excited to get it. So they all signed up for it. So yeah, if you want to go to smartsocialsecrets.com and sign up for it, I'll send it to you too. So I'm not going to leave you guys out. Plus we have the episode, which we'll put the, um, we'll put the, uh, in the show notes where we talk through it and explain how we use it. So, and I'll be sending that too, by the way, to the people who signed up. So it's another cool way for me to not have to create content that I already have. Right. So lead magnet sign up, you give them the valuable free thing or experience. Um, some people are doing like five day challenges. Some people are doing there's all kinds of things you can give people. I would suggest make it super valuable, something they pay for, frankly, because people don't want to give up their email address for like just some, you know, PDF download necessarily. Yeah, um, gone are the days of I'm going to give you my email address for free crap. You know, it, it can't just be stuff that's not relevant, not helpful. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. So then the second email is a welcome email that goes after that which sets the stage and lets them know what to expect from you. 
Now you can put these one and two together if you want. You can collapse them. So don't don't feel like this is hard and fast, guys. This is just a suggested order. So that email should come out pretty soon after the first one, within a day, because you don't want them to forget you. And at first, when you first get to know someone, you don't really know them. They haven't like gotten in your permanent brain yet. So you kind of have to get there. And that one would be like, you know, what to expect from you, what they're going to get. You want to keep them excited about what's coming. And then the third email, maybe another day or two later, or maybe three, depending on your audience and market, is about you, but not really. It tells them a backstory that grabs their attention. So you want to start like in the middle of the story and like grab their attention. And it should be something where you're talking about a problem that you overcame that you can help them overcome. You know, maybe a problem they see in themselves or where they're at right now. And so how you overcame that problem and where they can get more information about that. So for example, in this case, I would probably send them to our podcast episode about this content creation thing so that they can get more information. And I'll talk about a time when I was worried about how I was going to create enough content and why I created this program. And then the fourth email is the aha email. You want to deliver content in this email that will give them a breakthrough or epiphany about their problem. So you want to help them understand something in a different way than they ever have. In the case of my content stuff, I'll be probably talking a little bit about how you can take, and this is another episode we did, how you can take your passions and the things you're good at and combine them to make some amazing content ideas that you never thought that you haven't thought about before. So that's a little bit of an aha moment. I did that exercise with a guy that I met at the com- this recent conference I went to in Colorado. And he was just couldn't believe he couldn't believe he came up with nine ideas just in the five minutes we were talking together at the wow. table. Yeah. So that was awesome. So I'll probably use that because that's a real aha, you know, because we've done that right on this podcast. So we will put that episode in too. So you'll be able to listen to those two episodes. And then we'll do number five, which is the story email. And in this email, share the stories from people you've helped with their problem so they, they can see that you have a solution. So I might even bring up, you know, our problem of having to come up with content for this and podcast and sort of maybe something you said, Madeline, or I don't know, we'll get there. But, you know, other people that I helped were also SeaWorld. I helped them by coming up with this as well. So I will talk about people that I've helped and who have used this process. And in that email, you can probably send a little link to whatever it is you're going to be leading up to sell. You don't need to like hard sell it, but I'd call it a soft sell if you want to call it that. Then send them the value email. And that's share some content that will help them. You can also send them to a blog post or a podcast episode you've created. So yet another one. And like I said, you can. it depends on what you're doing. I have all these steps in because I'm not launching this until the fall. So I need all these steps in to kind of get them through the summer, you know, so I need to like send one per month, one per week. Now, if you have something that you're kind of leading up to, I would say, you know, you can make this shorter, a lot shorter. And then the value email is number six. And then the offer is number seven. And this is where you're going to give them the offer. You're going to tell them what you have. You're going to send them to a link with a landing page and all of the things that they need to know about how to get involved. If it's not quite ready to launch yet, you can even have them go on a waiting list for that they're interested when it's ready so that you can get them involved in the launch. That's a really great way to do that. And then from there, you're just going to give them the value plus offer. You're going to talk to them a little bit. And as you get closer and closer to the deadline, you're going to have to be sending them you know, emails just to kind of get them through. So you may have a two-week launch period. And during that two-week launch period, you may send 
three or four emails. Don't overdo it because people get exhausted of it. What's really cool in ConvertKit is you can actually put a link with ConvertKit in your email that says, if you don't, if you're just tired of this, you don't want to be part of this promotion, click on this link and it does, it'll unsubscribe you from the promotion, but not from the emails. Which is so smart. You know, I got an email today from Social Media Examiner. I don't know if they're using ConvertKit or not. I'm sure other uh, email providers do this, but it had that thing where it said that at the bottom because it was this promotion I'm in. uh, And just I keep getting these emails every day for this uh, Google Analytics course that's coming up. And I don't want to get out of their mailing list, but I I don't want to keep receiving that one anymore. And very clearly at the bottom, it gave me the opportunity to click on the link to just instantly get out of just that sequence, which I think is great. But I have a question for you, Cammie. First of Mm -hmm. all, I love all this that you're sharing, and this is extremely helpful to anyone that's listening. And even for myself, I will definitely use this format. But with ConvertKit, isn't this one of the benefits is that when you put someone through this, and once they get to the end here, that I could then once they finish this sequence, I can then go start them on a new one or just send them over to the the regular mailing list. Because because otherwise... You can set it up to tag them at the end of it. So like after they've been through the sequence, it tags them and it also drops them from the sequence. So they're done, it finishes them, then it automatically tags them to start whatever other sequence you might want them to start. The other cool thing about that is that they don't get double emails from you. You know, so during the time they're getting this sequence, they're not going to get your your regular weekly email or monthly or whatever you do. As Anne Handley does, she does a fortnightly email. That's what she says too. I know. I love that. That's so (laughs) awesome. Oh, her email is so awesome, but it's really long. And she doesn't apologize for it. She has very specific reasons for it. But I just, you know, love that about ConvertKit because it helps you to kind of streamline it. Also, you know what sequences they've been through already. Like you can open up each account of each person and see what they've been through. So it's really helpful. It is a little bit to set up. I will admit that. But once you have it set up, you only do it once and it's done. One of the things I've been thinking about doing is because I do have different lead magnets is having a single email sequence that then tags into a longer sequence, either for an evergreen product or for a launch product like this. So you could actually do an A-B test and see which lead magnet drove the most traffic. That's super cool. So, I mean, there's some cool stuff you can do that's a little bit more advanced. And if you didn't get what I just said, don't worry about it. But, you know, if you did, you're going to, that's going to turn on a light bulb on your head and go, oh, yeah, really interesting. Because I have four different parts of Smart Social Secrets. We have Clarity, um, we have Connect, Create, and Calibrate. And so what if I had like a lead magnet for each one of those? Right. And I could see which one was resonating the most because I know I have a goal worksheet I could use for um, clarity. I know that for create, I have the um, how to make six months of copy in two, two weeks and or two hours, excuse me. And I'm pretty sure that that I know that resonates. I already know that. But, you know, for for um, measurement, I have the 5A common sense measurement, you know, how to measure your social media in five steps. I have, you know, for connect, like how do you find your first 100 super fans. So, you know, which one of those is going to like connect the most with people. And I've been doing that too. When I come to speak live, by the way, that was something I picked up from Advance Your Reach, which is this conference I just came back from is actually paper works amazing. Bringing in a flyer and saying, are you interested? Fill out your name on a paper. I've gotten so much more uptake on that than I ever got on like text, you know, 
XYZ to SMBHOU. You know, I've got, I have a text to get these things. Like you can get these things instantly from me because I have that kind of technology, but you know, just only a fraction of people take you up on that. Right. With, within this case, 90% of the room like gave me a piece of paper. That's huge. That's a big difference. I think it's also because, and that's lead digits, right? In that lead digits through lead yeah, pages lead digits that you're talking about. Pages. Yeah. I think we've really changed over the years. It used to be like, I mean, think back to the early days of email. Like you couldn't wait to give out your email to, just so you could hear on AOL, you got mail, right? Remember those days, how exciting it was to get a piece of, of email. And then with texting, it was kind of cool in the beginning, like to do that because you're going to, you know, you're going to get a text back. But I think a lot of us are, we're just exhausted with always getting so many text messages and getting so many emails and just we're just overloaded. We've hit a place where everybody's overloaded. So I think people are tired of giving out, you know, like, yeah, let me text this word to this number so I get an instant thing. I think people would rather just write on a piece of paper to sign up for something, you know, doesn't feel as much of a commitment. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't really know, but I just know that the, again, old school is working super great. Yeah, it is very old school. <laughs> We could, pro- we could probably do an episode on the psychology behind all of this because it's oh, fascinating. Yeah, totally. It's really it fascinating. Is. Yeah, it is. So we do have a call to action for this episode. We love action takers. We do. We know you're an action taker. That's why we love you so much. Are you sending out email campaigns to your audience? And if not, are you planning to start this year? We want to know. So share this with us in the Facebook group the obstacles you face when it comes to your email campaigns. Tell us all, to- all about it. So be sure to come over to our Facebook group. And that link is facebook.com slash group slash communities that convert. Yeah, we can't wait to see you there. And we do have a little bit of a secret word to get into the group. What is it, Madeline? The secret word, because it's going to ask you for a special word that you'll only hear in this podcast. And that word is action. Action. So if you've made it this far in the podcast, what are you waiting for? Get over to our community. Yeah, come hang out with us and let us know how you're doing email campaigns. We want to hear about it. Awesome. We'll talk to you next week. See you then. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat. And that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's suite spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.